Hey everyone, this is your host Javier and Daniel, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine sitting around a table with your best friends but sober, or you can have a drink too because we don't judge. Well... What's going on? Tots Lahin Oikolo and Asmatioko to Brown Sound Podcast. Ina Monique to ask Daniel, Ka in Latiwa Monique to Javier. What's going on? Hola. Had a, should we flex on the language thing? She can come with us. Bienvenidos. Están escuchando Brown Sound Podcast. And. What is it? Episodio 6? Are we at 6? Yeah, we are. Episode 6. Dang, I hope uh, hope everybody enjoyed the bonus episode. That was fun. That was... Um, someone said, dang, they're really feeling themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I was well, like, well, who's going to hype you up more than, like, yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, our, our moms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our close friends, maybe? Yeah. No, um... <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think, you know, just coming off the bonus episode, you know, we did announce we've had our thousandth download. Yeah. And we are now over like, I think it's over like 1,200 downloads now. You know, I haven't checked in a minute, but we're getting up there. I, I'm, I'm very thankful and grateful for all of our um, supporters out there. Absolutely. And this is a good time to um, highlight our contest winner. So we hosted a little oh, yes. contest because we had reached our 1,000 um, download milestone. And Javier Valero uh, ended up uh, entering our contest through our Instagram and was able to uh, to, to win. And so he will, he has accepted to take on one of our guest spots in an upcoming episode so look forward to that we're excited yes that that is that's gonna be exciting congratulations javi v and then yeah. javi g and then it's, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be the hobbies and the Danny. <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> uh, danny e las hobbies las hobbies oh danny that's fine you're learning spanish <laughs> Oh, Danny E. Las Javelinas. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, well, since we were talking about, you know, being appreciative of our supporters and stuff, who are you going to give a shout out to for this week? Oh, so for this week for our Brown Sound Person Spotlight, I'm actually going to shout out um, Maggie Alcaraz. She is a good friend um, and works for one of the local colleges as an enrollment admissions counselor. Um, and Maggie has a super awesome personality, goes above and beyond in supporting students, uplifting the, the community and helping everyone access to education. And the other thing is she's been listening to our show and has been, um, you know, giving us like good compliments. And so I just want to say, Maggie, keep up the great work and uplifting our community. And also thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot. Yes. Awesome. Shout out to Maggie. For my shout out this week, I'm going to give a shout out to my older sister, Loretta. She has been um, sharing, you know, the podcast stuff on her Instagram stories and stuff like that. And she always will like, she'll always will like tell me like, like, oh, I can't believe you said that. You know, she'll like tell me, to, like talk to me about the episode, and I always laugh because I'm like, oh, well, thanks for listening. Shout out to my older sister Loretta, and uh, oh, and her two little kids, Tuff and Bria, too. So I'm Aww. sure, she, I'm sure she makes them listen. Just kidding. <laughs> so shout, shout out to Loretta. Oh, cute. So um, Loretta should uh, celebrate with us by making us some of your grandma's fried bread. <laughs> <laughs> She can make a meat pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um. I again. I thank you so much, Loretta, and anybody, everybody else that's listening. Seriously, it means a lot to us. Um. It just makes us more worthwhile, and we're excited to continue future episodes. Yes. It's um. It's definitely uh. It's a nice feeling. I'm like, dang, I haven't made anyone mad yet. Usually with the radio station, <laughs> I piss a lot of people off. But yeah. with this, it's been a little different. It, it's been. It's two completely different. Um. I think two completely different like versions of myself. Like yeah. I'm not saying that I am putting on like a, a character, but like I think with, with the radio, I have to be a little bit more professional, a little yeah. bit more like um, what is the term? Like you're like you you're just to... mutual, you know. Like I can't like lean towards one thing or whatever. But with the podcast, I can say whatever the I want. You know? <laughs> Yes, yes. Bleep that out myself. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. So for this episode, what are we doing? What are we getting into? We are going to be talking about drum roll. <laughs> 
friendships and you know things that come with friendships like uh sometimes you know the cultural differences of having friends of a different you know different background or just friends that you know no longer here Um, (laughs) you know things like that i think i think friendships and, and things like that are very important to talk about and it is um you know before we jump into like the specific questions, I will even say that, um, you know, having friendships is like also having like a second family. And in fact, for some people, your friends are your family, right? You get to choose like who mm-hmm. who gets to be around and who's who sticks around. Right. And with that, it's like even just protecting your energy and your um, mental health, because sometimes some friendships are very helpful in that they empower you, they give you like energy, they give you support, right? When you yeah. most need it. But other friendships um, or connections can be the opposite. And then how do you navigate that and taking care of yourself um, while trying to be like a good friend? And so that's that's going to be really cool to kind of just get to talk about today. Yeah. And I think um, and then, too, I think a lot of people, it's relatable. We've all had friends, you know, that were good for us and not so good for us. Or, you know, I think as I get older, I really um, am very like picky about who I let into my space and like who's yeah. going to like I'm always, I'm just always big on like protecting my peace because I'm not trying to be like the crazy resi daniel that's gonna pop off anymore you know like i'm trying to <laughs> trying to mellow mellow yeah. mellow myself out so doing that i obviously had to you know i wouldn't say cut off some friendships but like basically cut off some people yeah. which in the long run i mean hey it seems like some of them are doing well i really don't know i you know don't follow them on anything or whatever but hopefully they're doing well and uh yeah i definitely feel like once you kind of clean the energy that's around you um a lot of times it seems like different opportunities you know present themselves and that you might not have had because you know sometimes there's a lot of people out there that are just like wicked like energy suckers you know they'll just suck (laughs) the energy out of everything (laughs) but yeah I, i definitely agree with like you know just protecting your peace and making sure like you have the right people around you not you know yeah no absolutely um specifically i think maybe let's talk about like elementary school or like even middle school high school about like how friendships um you know kind of develop i think that's important one of the things i did want to point out was that for me um it was always kind of easier to lean into like friendships with people that look like me because you know something that some people might not or i don't know if people think about this but like specifically for like me a latino whenever i enter a space immediately i like point out like the other like brown people in the room i don't know why like that's something that i like do but um a lot of times like without even talking to anyone i feel like we already have like kind of a shared experience or like because they're of the culture they kind of understand right um and easily i can make friendships with people like that way that doesn't mean i'm not making friends with everybody um it just initially that's like easier for me um to make like those connections and i remember growing up in the labor camp i always talk about the where we used to live and mm-hmm. um it was literally a community of all latinos so it was like really easy for me to kind of just talk to people and kind of do that and and connect um when i started to get a little bit older um what i noticed was that because of bullying and i know we're going to talk about that um because i was like a little nerdy and a little like different um i would get bullied a lot when i was kind of growing up in that community and like it got to the point where like i kind of just avoided like people who lived there because it like i didn't want to get bullied like i didn't care Mm -hmm. to to like get picked on um i remember this one time where i was sitting in a bus um because we'd have the bus come and pick us up and there was this girl that sat in the front seat and she always like would kind of sit at the edge so no one else could sit in the seat and um i remember getting into the bus and all the seats were full and i was like can you move over and she was like no and you know she was kind of like rude and i didn't have anywhere else to sit so i was like why i I don't have anywhere else to sit like you need to move over and she was like really rude and mean to me and i remember her like saying stuff to me and i've never been like 
super confrontational. I've definitely never been like a fighter, so I'm not that kind of person. And I'm obviously not gonna fight a girl, <laughs> even though I was like six or however old you are in elementary school. Um, but she like, and then from then on, I think I just rubbed her the wrong way because I tried to sit in her seat. Um, and any like the following, like anytime I'd ride the bus, she was just always mean to me. Um, and so I was scared of her. <laughs> And I remember uh, one of the times I was just kind of fed up and I think, you know, because you reach a point where you're like tired of getting like picked on or like bullied or made comments on. And she happened to have glasses at the time and I told her to like shut up four eyes or something <laughs> dumb like that, like all rude. Um, and then after she was kind of caught off guard, but after that she was nice to me. Like, she mm. did a 180, because she, I think she just, maybe she was, like, used to picking or, like, saying things to people, and they never say anything back. And then the right. one time someone did, then she was like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I called her four eyes a couple other times after that to kind of just, like, <laughs> you know, because I was a dumb little kid. Like, I didn't, just putting her back just in her place. Bully- <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I had, like, a different mentality at that point. I didn't yeah. like, know any better, but um, I don't know why that, like... <laughs> I always remember that. And then kind of as I got older, because of like being picked on and stuff, I I made friends with, um, you know, people that weren't of the community. And so I Mm -hmm. happened to have a lot of primarily white friends. And when I was in school, I was obviously like a little nerdy. I was always in like the advanced AP classes or whatever. So that was kind of like my gang. (laughs) And sometimes it was... um, kind of hard to share things from like about my home or my culture because they weren't in it they didn't know of it and I always like felt a little embarrassed to share like oh yeah my family had chivo for (laughs) my friend goat or whatever you know like because my friends never talked about eating food like that so I thought (laughs) (laughs) or like even menudo I just felt like they they wouldn't get it and Mm -hmm. so like that was just like some things that I had to kind of like navigate and you know get get a little bit more comfortable with and then right. as i started to develop like my identity more then at that point like then i was proud to say like you know once i started making more latino friends too it was like yeah. easier for me to like share stuff like that i don't know does yeah, yeah do you have any kind of bullying <laughs> stories or well like that? um i think for me because obviously i grew up on the reservation so probably i would say about 90 uh, maybe 98% are tribal members in Lapway. Mm -hmm. So for me growing up, I was majority around like other Nespers kids. And so, um, I, you know, I didn't have a lot of white friends, but um, <laughs> we didn't really have that many, you know, we, we call them Soyapo because that means, uh, it means like a white person in, in this purse, but yeah. we didn't have a lot of Soyapo people like growing up on the res. There's like a handful, but they, sometimes some of the Soyapo people acted way more res than the natives did, you know? <laughs> And, um, but for me growing up, like with friends, uh, I, I was picked on until, uh, maybe like third grade, because I think third grade is once I kind of got a little bit older, realized to like, you know, I can, you know, win this bullies, like with my mouth, like arguing, you know, um, that sounded weird, but (laughs) I meant like, I, like a fight with, yeah, yeah. (laughs) fight with my words, uh, not like that, yeah. That's funny. Uh, no, but like um, growing up, I was always a little bit shorter and like really skinny compared to like all the other fat little native native kids. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I, I can say that because there's there's a like there's you know there's some uh, some weight issues on the ribs <laughs> from experience. Um, no, but growing up, I was always so much smaller and like skinnier. And uh, I remember this one kid like he picked on all of us. Like he was such a bully. And I remember. One time, um, I was by myself, and he, because normally I have older cousins that would, um, you know, step in and defend me or something, but this one time I was by myself, and I just kept thinking, like, dang, like, am I going to have to fight, or am I going to have to, like, just go in, and I just went in, and I was like, I can't remember what he was calling me, something, I think it was something like a sissy or whatever, I don't know, and I was like, well, at least I'm not fat like you, (laughs) and everyone was like, Ooh. <laughs> and I think because everyone like no one stuck up like for themselves to him so mm-hmm. when I said that um everyone was like Ooh. and so I think that like embarrassed him that people were like and he didn't know what to say back you know he was and then heard, yeah he was probably like not used to people saying stuff back to yeah him, and then ever since then um he never picked on me ever again you know <laughs> and I was like dang that's all I had to do like <laughs> I got picked up for like probably be like 
eight or seven, eight years from the same kid and then come to find out. And uh, yeah, no, that's the only time I ever really like experienced a lot of different like, cause I mean, I, I mean, I know bullying is a very serious thing and it's, it's you yes. know, it, it affects so many communities, not just communities of color, but you know, it affects everybody. But um, I think growing up in Lapway, like, res kids like we can be pretty tough we can be pretty uh vocal and i i do you know i am thankful for growing up on the res because i feel like it's definitely gave me tough skin and it's definitely (laughs) like it's definitely you know kind of helped me in that way but doesn't mean that it's right to like pick on someone because of whatever their weight or their looks or if they're not wearing the newest clothes or whatever because that's a huge that's really big in 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 lapway is like a lot of the kids will pick on other kids if they are you know less fortunate or yeah like things like that and so um and i think that's something that definitely like needs to be addressed i don't i mean i feel like it all starts at home though too you know like sometimes if these kids are like picking on someone they might not have the best home life and so there's like a lot of different layers that comes to it and uh but yeah other than that i didn't really have any like crazy um nothing super like crazy like that has like made me want to you know do some drastic things or nothing but um i I definitely feel like growing up it was just uh i mean i think a lot of people can agree who grew up on the reservation it's like it's like you're just you know going to school you're like going into the the lion's den or something you know because it's like ah everyone's yeah but i I, absolutely (laughs) yeah and i think too like what also comes down to it is like sometimes within even within our own communities like we there's like that crabs in a bucket mindset you know like when they see someone getting up and then they'll pull you back down or something like i feel like it's easier in our community to like um like kind of drag someone down than it is to uplift them which definitely needs to like change Change. we're definitely like stronger when we're like united and you know like things like that but that's funny you say that because i've actually heard that expression before also for like my community it's like when someone's getting um you know getting up higher and, and or having better opportunities people are quick to like comment or say or you know kind of just drag them back down and, mm-hmm. and that's definitely like what we're not about like here at this yeah. show we want to uplift yeah. everybody give um you know highlight the cool things that are happening and i'm always happy for when something good happens to a friend you know what i mean right, specifically like um I don't know when you you've been doing a lot of things with your podcast and when you had like the secretary of the interior oh, yeah. um deb holland like you know for a second mm-hmm. i didn't know who that was but then when you told me because I, I was like i was telling everybody i was like so excited for you because yeah. that's a big deal that's a big deal and um so anyways going back to that though and in terms of like friendship um when do you remember when like when you knew you had like a best friend like what was like at what point were you like yeah that's my best friend you know what i mean have you yeah um yeah i definitely i feel like um i have been very fortunate to have like one of my good friends that has been my friend since like like kindergarten first grade like sometimes that doesn't always happen with friendships you know sometimes you get to a point and you kind of just go your separate ways or whatever but i have been uh pretty lucky to have like i guess like my best friend i would you know from growing up and stuff and still to this day would you know be like Mateo you know I've known him my whole life we went to school together we were in the same grade um our moms work in the same office so it was easy for us to like always hang out because we were either at our mom's office or then Lapway is like really small too but um yeah I would say probably like maybe I guess I didn't really realize like a like my my best friend I guess was maybe like fifth or sixth grade because you're kind of getting older you're like oh I kind of have this crush or you know things like that where you're kind of talking about other things whereas like when you're a kid you're just kind of like playing toys or like you know doing things like that but um yeah I would probably say like fifth or sixth grade I would just like would consider and what were like examples of like what in your mind made you think oh that's my best friend like like loyalty like mm. i don't know yeah i mean yeah i'm i will i'm just very big on loyalty anyways like even just like when it comes to like family or you know friends or whatever so i think for me what made me realize like mateo was a good friend was well we 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 like a lot of the same things like we really were into like hip-hop and like rap and like we used to like freestyle when we were young you know and even to this day as like you know in our late 20s we still will get into a little freestyle mode i might have to drop a i might have to drop a freestyle one of these days give me a good little 
no no but like we I, we had a lot of the same interests and then too like i think when it comes to like like with like native culture when you have like friends and stuff like you kind of more see them as like a like a brother or a sister or you yeah. know like we're very like very tight-knit community so like after a while it's like oh yeah, this is my brother like this is someone who i would consider like a like a family member or you know it's like i don't know it's it's one of those um one of those things i think just from being from like a small community and then like yeah. a small not just any type of small community but like a small like indigenous community like i think it makes it a little bit more like the relationships seem a little bit more um more important i guess or more like yeah. deep and and then too like even just like in 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 my like my tribal language we don't even have a word for um cousin or things like that like usually it's just like oh that's my little brother or oh, that's my little sister or that's my big oh, sister okay. or like we don't have a word for cousin and stuff like that so it's like we're kind of just growing up um being taught like hey like that's your that's your bro that's your sis you you make sure you got them you know things like that and yeah i think for me just growing up um i mean i had a lot of i mean i still am cool with a lot of people from high school but like on the friendship level like they know like know what i'm going what's going on in my life and things like that um there's probably like maybe one or two people that <laughs> from high school that you know know what's going on in my life yeah no absolutely um for me my my best friend was I I probably like in my head picked that too kind of around the same time but I talk about my friend who I lost contact with that we've been friends in second grade and um you know kind of around the middle school like high school time is also kind of when I started to think like oh you know this is this is my good friend like I we could talk about anything we were kind of nerdy together in the smart classes because we had a lot of things in common um but you know she happened to be white and when you're also best friends with someone of the opposite gender like then people always just assumed that we were dating or like you know we were doing something um which wasn't the case we just you know understood each other pretty well and I think what solidified um our friendship even more was um she actually came to Mexico with us <laughs> when um dang she yeah. I haven't even gone to Mexico yet <laughs> <laughs> you came down with my whole family and I remember we drove like 30 hours down to Mexico <laughs> and um um, it was like you know a whole different world for for her like she didn't there's some things like just about like you know how we have food stands in mexico and like kind of in every corner or like how there's like random like animal carcasses at the carniceria that just kind of hang there and there's kind of flies everywhere <laughs> or like the food was different or you know things like that um i don't know that was kind of cool and yeah for me it was really just kind of about like you know just we had we just like trust each other i guess and we had like the loyalty that was big like and mm -hmm. yeah we had kind of little issues here and there but they're min you know like something small um, right and usually like that that was it i don't know so um i have a question about since you you mentioned earlier having you know kind of majority white friends have were there any like like moments in your friendships where there were like a diff cultural differences obviously like where they made you feel like different you know or, or just because you like yeah you know didn't have the similarities as their like um, I guess like what white background or I don't even know how you say it. a European American background I don't know <laughs> like yeah so now that you mention it um yes but a lot of the a lot of like where I'm at with this, um, I actually thought about like after the fact, like after high school, like once I was in college, once I started to kind of just fall into my identity a little bit more. So I do have to say that I absolutely respect these friends, um, you know, because we hung out, we did a lot of classes together, we, you know, would go swimming in the summer together, like we'd go camping, we'd do cabin trips. Um, see, that was another thing too. Um, my friends had families that were like established that had like careers, you know, where my parents were doing like manual labor type of work in the fields um so i remember just navigating some of those like whenever i'd be invited to people's houses and the food was different the way some of my friends spoke to their parents i was like you know my i can never oh. do that to my family uh, oh. <laughs> you know what i mean oh I, <laughs> But um, what I remember specifically was even in high school, once we got like close to graduating and applying to colleges and 
you know, applying to scholarships, things like that. Some of the comments my friends would make about me, um, at the time I didn't mind, I didn't, I didn't even think about like what was being said or how that mm -hmm. kind of like fell on me. Um, and again, I, I don't think they meant anything bad. We were just kind of like at different, you know, points of like our maturity at that, at that time. So I'm not like excusing behavior, but I'm just saying like, I don't think we realized like the impact of the words at the time. Right. Um, but I remember, uh, my friends, some of my friends dismissing my accomplishments, like literally got accepted to all the colleges I applied for mm -hmm. and I was getting awesome scholarship packages for like a lot of those institutions I talked about how I was nerdy so I did have like really <laughs> decent grades um, and I'll, what I heard from some of the friends was like oh you only got in because you're brown or like Ooh. you're only getting that because you're brown <laughs> or Ooh. you know what I mean but at the same time I would also get like jokes about how like you're um, you're basically like a coconut or like you're brown on the outside white on the inside mm. so even kind of dismissing a little bit of my culture um and then i think one of the things that kind of like i think that in itself kind of hit a little bit and it was like well that's some that's kind of crappy because they're mm -hmm. dismissing like all my hard work and accomplishments just because of the color of my skin which sounds ridiculous but then the other thing was when i got to college that first full year when i joined the college assistant migrant program i suddenly had all these latino friends and i was also joining a lot of the latino organizations Mm -hmm. and I joined the Latino fraternity so there was like all these new experiences and information and people that I was connecting with that really validated like me and my identity and like mm -hmm. just being a Latino which was really cool because I was stepping into that that was very new for me even though I grew up in a Latino household even though my family's Mexican it was just something new um, but I remember my friends were gonna go study abroad and um, one of the, we were hanging out because we still hung out in college um, but my friends talked about, oh, imagine like how Mexican Javier will be by the time we come back. <laughs> <laughs> and that really hit, that really hit like, I don't know, that was like a deep cut, I think. Yeah. That was like, well, what the heck do they mean by that? Or like, imagine how Mexican he'll be. And like, it was bad. Like, right. you know what I mean? And I don't think that was the intention or the delivery, but it was something that was super impactful. And if I'm being honest, I think maybe that's what led for me to kind of just start taking some distance away because mm -hmm. I just felt like we were at different spots. And those friends I still like, keep in contact with. Um, and I, we're not as close as we are, but I still care about them a lot because I they're very meaningful and for me in my way of like when I was growing up and needed mm -hmm. community um, and I just think we're all like we were in different places and now those same friends that made those comments are like very woke are very aware of like you know social justice issues or like even when communities are getting targeted like things like that they're, they're people that are like speaking up or posting and I've seen that like on social media through action mm -hmm. um, so um, yeah I, I don't have any ill will and I'm not like saying this to make anybody feel bad right. it was just something that I had like kind of internalized about myself is like do I am I really am I really worthy of like the opportunities I'm getting or is it just right. because I'm brown? does that make sense yeah that's that's just one that's a super weird that they would say that but obviously I feel like when when people like that say things obviously they probably heard stuff like that said you know at home yeah. or, or whatever but, but yeah that's so oh, I don't know how I would have <laughs> took something like oh you only got to because I'm like yeah no I got to because I'm smarter than you no <laughs> but <laughs> that's crazy GX. Uh, you are definitely a lot, uh, oh, you're a better person than I am. <laughs> Someone said to me, you'd probably get a smack across the face. <laughs> I, um, and I do realize too, like how those words sound, um, and also how obviously I felt. Um, but again, I, I think that a lot of times too, especially with friendships, you have this opportunity to decide like what you're going to do with that, right? So mm -hmm. for me, it was like, I, I don't think this is coming from a bad place, one. Yeah. But two, so the intent versus impact, right? The intent probably wasn't malicious but the impact was like i'm like figuring out my identity over here like shaking like am i good enough am i not um especially Jeez. being the other thing too is uh being mexican-american so even though my parents are mexican and yes i definitely like you know relate with with that experience um going to mexico i'm not seen as mexican i'm seen as like american because I'm, I wasn't raised there. And then when I'm here, I'm always reminded too of like how I'm Mexican, I'm not American because of the way that I look. So it's kind of hard when you're like even trying to balance that. And then right. you hear things from like your core group of friends. It's like, it's shaking. It shakens you a little bit. Like, whoa. Shaking shake the tables. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely probably got to be a, a tough, uh, a tough, what do you call it? Like a tough path to like 
navigate through you know yeah um yeah i think for natives you know we're just we're just not seen at all like oh you're, you're native you know people are always like oh i thought you guys all died or you know like <laughs> oh no you got your ancestors tried but hey we're still here <laughs> yeah that's crazy oh uh, and then i guess too just even like talking about um you know I mean, for me in high school, I had a mix of like obviously there's not a lot there wasn't a lot of like uh, diversity in Lapway, but I had a mix of friends like like Mateo for the listeners who obviously don't know who Mateo is Mateo is you know Nimi Pua Dominican, mm-hmm. and then I had a really good friend throughout high school Jerica and she was non-native she was white yeah. and then um I but Jerica she's like she was super resy you know she'd always neigh and like she's just she was just because she grew up on the res too so she was like you know she's just like one of us. And then there was my friend Sunby, who was half uh, Korean and half um, white. And so, oh, okay. so I had like a mix, like diverse friend group. And then, um, you know, but I, I, I don't know. It just, it's one of those things where like, I think, I think me being friends with like people from different backgrounds and cultures has, it's like opened my eyes to like way more, you know, like way more, I don't know, the world, I guess. Or yeah. like, it's just been, you know, I, I just, I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm very grateful for the friendships I did have growing up in high school. Like I am very, pre- like, I'm not as close to like a lot of like some of them anymore but i do have them on social media um and i see that you know a lot of them you know just you know happy relationships or have a family things like that and i wish them well and and it's cool to see that they're you know living their life you know yeah and uh and i'm sure they're they're probably like the same way like i think the feeling is mutual like we um there's no like bad blood between any of us. We're just, right. you know, we're just in two different points in our lives. But with Mateo, he's been my friend at least since like day one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's probably the only, like, I mean, I've had cousins that I've known like from when I was super young and still friends with these days. But I feel like cousins, like, I wouldn't call a cousin like a friend because like, well, that's my cousin, that's my family. Like we are like, we have that family tie no matter what. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. It's gonna, you're just gonna make me uh, go and, um, Text all my old high school buddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, just get a little get a little reunion going. Actually, no, not, we not did even... a. I was like, we did a reunion. So this last year was our tenth year out of high school. But obviously with COVID and stuff, we couldn't have a like a big thing. Yeah. But we were in our uh, we we did a we were in our high school's um, homecoming parade. So um, that was fun because it was like our tenth year. Then we got to like honor one of our classmates who passed away when we were young, and so. Oh. That, that was yeah. cool to do and um yeah it was cool to like kind of just reconnect with i mean not obviously not all my classmates were there but there was like a good handful of us and that was fun to like hang out with them again and like that is cool and stuff like that but um well yeah, and I, I think that that kind of goes too with like how tight-knit the community is for you in Lampway, yeah because everybody like i i've been on on the res before and people be like oh that's my classmate like you know people are like mm-hmm. quick to, to talk about like that and remember like who and your classes were fairly small right like yeah very small i think our graduating class only had like 32 people or something wow. <laughs> like, it was super small yeah so my graduating class was like 350 and um <laughs> i remember we had our senior our like graduating you know we had our reunion set up and i remember like getting added to the group and i don't know i've just been so like far removed from like just even talking to anybody back home really that i was just like (laughs) not excited to go to that so i didn't um but at the same time i i'm also of the mindset of like you know if i really wanted to keep in touch with anybody (laughs) yeah definitely i would have and so um yeah it was a hard pass for me on the reunion but it was cool because some people did get together and i was like okay that's that's kind of cool for them yeah i definitely um yeah i mean and i think too like sometimes you do come to like a little break friendship breaks you know like sometimes you you know like i know like when like mateo and i we had a friendship break after high school you know when we were both doing our different things in school yeah. uh, we had like a little break there but then we you know came back as friends again and then like even with like some other friends like 
um i mean we've always remained everyone's always remained really cool yeah. but uh like i feel like too with fr- some there's like you have those friends where you communicate with like all the time and then there's those friends where you don't have you don't even have to talk for maybe like three months or something but when you pick up it's like nothing's even you know like yeah. time didn't even go by like i feel like with my friend michaela Brasino, like i think we're just we we've, we've been really good friends for like pretty much our whole lives where we don't have to communicate all the time but whenever we do link up it's like so nice because it just picks up where it's left it's off you know Time, yeah, you know, right off the bat. yeah, 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 and I feel like, and you know, and I, and I think too, when it, friendships are just, you know, they're just very interesting. <laughs> like, they I are. feel like, I feel like sometimes for me, like, what's really meaningful in a friendship is like just this, like, like a simple check in every once in a while, like, hey, how are you? Like, hope everything's, you know, I've been seeing your stuff, or what? I hope you're doing well, or whatever. How's your family? Like, I think things like that go a long way. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it doesn't even have to be like every day, like you know, just a simple like, hey. Hey, how's it going? Oh, good. You know, things like that. And I, I think like just simple little check-ins here and there are always good with, you know, with, with people that you're like close with or you grew up with, or I don't know. I feel like it's weird, but like, yeah. there's like my friendships that I'm like super close with. And there's like my friends that I'm like always going to be cool with and stuff, but we don't have, we don't like yeah. or hang out as much as like, like a, your close friends or i don't know yeah. like, i don't even know how that even to explain that like no it's I, weird. I i'm dropping down i'm picking up what you're dropping down for sure oh, so like woo. So, <laughs> dropping, like, dropping down no, drop it, drop um, drop it, drop it i was i was gonna say that that i totally know what you mean um and even just like thinking about it now right mm-hmm. so we're talking about high school but since then we've matured we right. have time to experience like what we you know like in friendships what we life don't, yeah what we protect what we don't and yeah. I'm very much like you in the thought of like at this point in my life at this stage I really protect my energy mm-hmm. so the people who would bring it down who like to live in what I guess drama I don't even like to call it that because I don't feel like anyone that I associate with really lives in that or like you know is involved in that um I just don't engage I you know am quick to um, just from the get-go, I get this energy off people, and then I'm like, oh, that's someone I want to hang out with, or mm-hmm. like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so what I was going to say to that was, even with like my friends friendships now I, I always talk about how like i match energies and oh, if yeah. someone's like bringing the negative energy like i without like without like even considering anything i like i notice that and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't like that so i i'm not gonna be around that and i'm <laughs> yeah. good and i'm good and i'm and i always come from the place of like I, I keep talking about like i come from a place of love and like trying to understand and so like if if someone if someone's like causing me any kind of like negative energy is bringing the bad vibes like mm-hmm. i will respect and i will um you know wish well but i'm like i don't want to be around you so i then i won't yeah. and i i'm not above cutting someone out <laughs> <in my life. laughs> mm. but um that's kind of just where i'm at with that i wish everybody well i'm just sometimes mm-hmm. you come at natural forks with friendships or relationships and you don't and that's it mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I totally yeah echo everything you said echo echo, echo. <laughs> yeah. you're like yes 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 <laughs> uh yeah I definitely I I agree though like I think protecting your peace anyone should protect their peace you know I think I always even think like if I've ever been like toxic to anyone and they cut me off because it's helping them out then go ahead I don't, you yeah. know like it is what it is like I I always like you know I wish I wish everyone well like if you, you know but usually when I when I you know if we're no longer friends or don't long communicate then I don't need you on social media either you know like yeah. you know I don't want to see it or you don't want to see it. like it's, it's okay like it's not a big deal <laughs> Yeah. Um. And what about like times that you've been a bad friend? Can you think of like <laughs> because you know in self reflection you got to think about like what was done to you and what you didn't like from a friendship. But then there's all the things that like you had just mentioned. You know, there's ways that we are the bad friend for somebody. And you know. Yeah. Um. I think for me, like I said, I I'm very big on loyalty. But I think what has kind of like bit me in the butt in the past with friendships where I've been a little bit maybe like too loyal to a certain friend you know like i've um didn't want to hear the other person's side you know like oh my well they told me this so i'm gonna stick with that like i kind of i'm kind of that person but um i i mean hmm I think, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I've ever really been, like, a horrible friend. Like, I don't know. Like, none of my friends have told me, like, hey, you're being a bad friend right now, you know? But I've been in situations where I've taken a side of, 
like when other friends um, have kind of battled it out, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, I guess for me, it's like maybe I should just always remain mutual, but I feel like, I don't know. Like, I, I think um, sometimes I think what I guess would be my, my toxic trait in the friendship is maybe just uh, maybe not seeing the other person's side or their view. Because yeah. I've had a, I've had these, um, I mean, like in high school, even like after, outside of high school, like I had these two friends through high school that I was close with and uh, they had a moment where they no longer were friends and for me I took the side of the friend that I felt like would take my side you know yeah, yeah. and and I don't know I, I don't know if that really helped in the long run because I feel like I'm no longer close to the other friend but I'm like still close to one but it's like it's not <laughs> like you know like it's not bad or nothing but I just feel because I could I don't know like it's one of those things where I'm just like hey well I knew this person longer or I knew this person they you know yeah. like, I feel like too it just depends on what the friendship is like if you know if there's like because i think with any type of friendship relationship it's a two-way street you know yeah that's right so if i'm getting you know getting back what i'm putting out in return or whatever like i think um that's kind of where i lean towards but uh i don't know i mean i guess i that that's a that's a really tough question (laughs) is this a a shady question time just kidding (laughs) yeah i mean i'm kind of with you in that like i do self-reflect also on ways that you know i can improve and i do think Mm -hmm. about certain situations sometimes and think of while i'm reflecting like i could have handled that better i could have done this i could have done that but um, obviously that also goes with just growing up and, you know, being a better person. You do have to realize that you could maybe have been the toxic friend to somebody. And now right. you're at a point where you're just trying to better yourself. And, um, if someone were to ever like bring it up to me, I would definitely apologize and take ownership yeah. of, yeah, same here. of times where I've been that friend to somebody. But for the most part, I hope that I can just help uplift people and, you know, kind of yeah. just live a good life, live a good, positive, like happy life yeah and i think too when it comes to like a toxic friend like it's like well how do i i mean yeah i don't know that's definitely a very uh tough tough question for me i'm like i don't know i just i mean i'm very like like i said i'm i'm loyal but i also like i feel like sometimes i don't always get the same in return you know so it's like sometimes i think i need to be better at like you know stepping back because there's been a situation where i've had to like cut someone completely off like i deleted their number take them off social media like everything because i'm like because sometimes people play both sides you know they'll want to say something about this person to you and then you like see what you would say and then they go back and tell that person you know <laughs> like oh dang yeah. like things like that are weird but um i, I don't do that <laughs> yeah so no i don't but I don't no I, like that, I, I don't do that but i i've had situations where like i'm like you were just talking all this mess about this person but next thing you know you're hanging out and you're like Woo! like that to me is so weird like i don't know like you should have called them out during that messy question no, the last I, <laughs> and that's the thing is like i have said things and it's like they're like well uh, you know, and it's like, okay, like, I don't know. I just think sometimes things like that are so weird. It's awkward. It's, yeah. um, but anyways. <laughs> so in wrapping up this segment, I did want to talk about, you know, like the, the really good friendships. And so like, that's yeah. where you come. So I just wanted to say like, and thank you for like, just being someone that I could talk to easily about like whatever, or like if I'm, you know, mm-hmm. needing to talk through some like issues that I'm feeling like, you know, kind of have you to sound off on or like, you know, I don't feel like you're judgy. Mm-hmm which is really important to me in friendships. I don't feel like, um, you know, if you say something to me that you're coming from a bad place, I like that you, like, try to understand and also that, um, you know, just have that loyalty and that's, you know, something that I I appreciate in all the friendships that I have because, you know, you're a real one. (laughs) Well, thanks, Cheek I definitely, I feel like I definitely, you know, um, I mean, it's, you know, it's same. It's very, I feel like we're very mature. If we had any issue, I feel like we could easily just talk like hey like i didn't i really like that or hey that was a little messed up or whatever but yeah yeah. yeah, i definitely appreciate um our friendship and i feel like too like it's just good to have like a good friend i mean i feel like as an adult like you need good friends you know and sometimes people can be pretty shitty so i do appreciate (laughs) appreciate you too cheek x Awesome. So this is actually a good little segue um, because we just talked about shady friends <laughs> to the Brown Town Shades of Brown questions. Oh, Shades of Brown <laughs> questions. Uh, did you want me to ask the question? Do you want me yeah, to go? Let's, let's do it. Let's... Okay. So the shady questions for this week are one, 
who is your cheapest friend? <laughs> uh, two, which friend do you think will most likely stay single? <laughs> and three, which one of your friends can't keep a secret? Oh boy, these are these are good ones. These are... Okay, so the first yeah, question yeah. is, who is your cheapest friend? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't really. I'm gonna skip that one. I'm gonna skip that one. So, like, I have all bougie friends. Yeah. <laughs> Which friend do you think would most likely stay single? <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh. you? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, which one of your friends will most <laughs> likely stay single? Like, I, and I'm going to take this as not in a bad way. I'm going to take this, like, as, like, on purpose because I want to. Because like, independent, gonna, yeah. Because they're a free spirit, you know what I mean? It's independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. They... <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to say that one's a hard one. Hold on, let me, let me think about my answer and I'll come back to this one. Okay. <laughs> But which one of your friends can't keep a secret? Oh, that's easy. Which one of your friends? And no disrespect and much love, Victor Mazo, you cannot keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and by proxy, uh, Kaylee too. <laughs> that's, yes. Much wow. love. Um, but yeah, if I want someone to not know something, but I do want them to know something, I'll tell Victor and then everybody will know. <laughs> Dang. Much love, much love. Um, okay, and then which one of your friends? <laughs> which one of your friends will most likely stay single? Um, and in a cool, empowering way. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Well, because these questions aren't meant to be empowering. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna say me. I'm gonna say me to be safe. I'm me. Oh, okay. So don't ask me about no relationships. <laughs> Um, okay, I guess for me, who is my cheapest friend? Um, hmm. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't call them cheap, but I would say they're very good with their money. Very good at saving. The frugal, oh, right? Is that frugal. the right? Frugal, Frugal's yeah. A good word, yeah. So I would say my most frugal friend <laughs> would probably be, um, I would say Mateo, because he, like, he has, like, you know, he's got his, you know, he ha he's good at saving his money. Like, one time, we were, I can't remember where we were, and he pulled out his charger for his phone, and the cord was all ripped up, and I was like, I was like, bro, like, get a new charger. He's like, oh, I'll just wait until this one goes out, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. okay. So he's very frugal. I, I wouldn't say he's cheap, I would just say, because he, I mean, he, he spends money, but he's just, I think, just very good at like you know if it's not broke don't fix it type of thing yeah okay. frugal but okay. um I, I i see that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and which friend do you think will most likely stay single oh my gosh i'm sorry but uh i and i know she'll probably hear this because she <laughs> listens uh this comes from an empowering boss way like i feel like you don't just you don't need a you don't you know you don't need to rely on the rely on a, on somebody to be with someone um or to be happy or whatever so oh, i'm gonna no. go with which friend i think will most likely stay single and it doesn't say forever like i think eventually you know <laughs> um, i'm just dancing around this you really are land okay. the plane Chitex. land the plane okay well let me uh okay let me stop okay which friend i will think uh, i'm gonna just have to go with kiani you know <laughs> I'm sorry, Kiani, but I'm not in like I don't think that she's like well ever funeral. I just because I've no like we, we not really, Kiani, not Kiani. <laughs> I'm like we've had. I mean, we just you know if you know Kiani, you know. Um, she's just you know she just has. She's boss. She is a boss. Okay. Yeah, and she's down there like living in Puerto Rico. Like she's got a great working career. For, yeah, like she got she a masters. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't need a man to like she's rely off of. I got it, I got yeah, it. so yeah, but um. And which one of my friends can't keep a secret? I will guess I'll have. Well, huh. <laughs> I don't. You're all, you're all Loretta because she tells me all the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have a friend that I like can't. Like, I really don't. Like, I feel like anytime I've ever told a friend anything, like, yeah. nothing ever gets out. 
that I think. So I don't know. Um, I guess I'll just have to skip that one. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's cool. Good. I'll skip it. Dang, that was that was a fun little round. I gotta <laughs> say, these questions are good. And like again, remember we said this is coming from an empowering, empowering, uh, uh, you know, place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So to let's let's this is a good segue too into empowering some businesses. So yeah, yeah. Let's empower. Are the people so we got some um the brown sound business spotlight right is a way for us to support some of our latinx and indigenous businesses mm-hmm. and if we all support one another we all thrive so please consider supporting yep. the following businesses do you want to go first yes so today's indigenous owned business spotlight goes to pox young he is a you know a local fellow nimipu photographer located here on the nespers reservation he takes awesome like portraits of like everybody he does things like family portraits and then just on valentine's day he was doing like couples and like things like that like type of portraits for like you know and i think it wasn't even just couples i think there was like singles too but i didn't get i didn't get mine taken (laughs) because but yeah so he takes really awesome awesome photos you can find him on instagram at young zero one photography and um yeah so shout out to pox young and his photography business and yeah hopefully people can go check out his instagram and support and share and all that other good stuff that comes with uplifting people yes um and so for me for the latinx business spotlight i'm actually gonna highlight somebody who was a really good college friend um her name is erica alfaro and she has her business erica alfaro designs so erica uh, attended the university of idaho so shout out to the vandals because i'm also a proud vandal um but she um does surfing surface pattern designs and she's also a graphic designer so what's really neat about her work is that it comes with like a cultural lens in in, in terms of like the design so she has very unique and creative designs um and her website and instagram um you can go and look at different types of wallpaper that she's done prints pillows uh you can order face masks phone cases she's done some uh dia de los muertos like calaveras so sugar skulls um stickers birthday cards and some of the cool things that i've seen are like she's done these patterns with pan dulce and you know you like a good concha um <laughs> that i do <laughs> And then she's done things with like Masapan, kind of like with those logos and looks. And I don't know, I I feel like she's so creative. She's Mm -hmm. so um, really good at her craft. And so if you can, please give her a follow at um, her Instagram, Erica Alfaro Designs, or visit her website, ericaalfarodesigns.com and support the great work that she has. Um, And not only that, Erica has also shared our podcast. And yeah, and is a listener, so you know, She's very mm-hmm. cool on many fronts, um, and that happens to be a bonus that she listens. So thank cool. you so much, Erica. We really, really appreciate all you do, and I just want to say you have an awesome business with very creative designs. Yeah, shout out to the businesses. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I gotta give one more shout out before we go. I gotta give a shout out to my old high school, the Lapway girls basketball team. They just won state, and this is their 11th state title, which marks them the only school, I believe, in La- or in Idaho to have this many state titles. So that's record amazing. breaking. That's and amazing. if anyone knows Lapway, they know Lapway is meant known for basketball. So shout out to my old high school. Shout out to the Wildcats. Woo-hoo. Yes. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been Javier and Daniel with the Brown Sound Podcast. Yep. See yep, you later. Yep. Adios. Disclaimer. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only. Cut CIO for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with y'all today. Make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or to get a hold of us, email us at brownsoundpodcast208 at gmail.com.